Nintendo recently they took down these ROM sites that had kind of a list of like all their Nintendo games. And ROM sites, if you really think about it, were kind of the way that people would kind of preserve older games that were kind of forgotten. Um, a lot of developers, or they've made so many games, especially during the NES era and the Atari era, where not a lot of people are going to remember them. And these ROM sites kind of give people the privilege to play those games that were lost in the past. And now the topic is kind of rising that should we have or should there be a kind of a preservation committee or whatever that's official that preserves video games? Well, with um, with Nintendo specifically, because uh, I, I want to kind of focus on that just a little bit. Um, let's say, I mean, legally, Nintendo has every right to do what yeah. they're doing. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is, is unless Nintendo plans to monetize this somehow and put it back out there, there is no fucking point to them taking down ROM sites at, at all. And, and Nintendo gets into this a lot where they just make decisions where you're like, what, what are you doing? Like, um, you know, I kind of liken to it. Like people playing and then they set their ball down and they walk away. And then some other kid comes along and picks up the ball and starts playing with it. That would be like Nintendo coming by and going, no, you can't play with that ball. That's ours. Even though we're not playing with it anymore, we're going to let the air out of it so you can't play with it. That's essentially what they're doing. So I, yeah. if they plan to continue to play with the ball, then continue to play with the ball. But if you're letting it go, you know, let somebody else have some fun with it at that point. And, and, and it's like you say, we're going into preserving art. We're going into preserving information and stuff like this. So if we're not going to make these games readily available to the public or for people to have access towards them, um, I don't want to overdramatize this, but we're sort of talking about something that's along the lines of like book burning, where we're just destroying information at this point because, because it's not out there for people to access. Again, Nintendo legally has every right to do what they're doing and if they plan on doing something with these ips or they plan on doing something with these series that um i mean hell nintendo's got a back catalog that they refuse to put out or they're taking their time with you know um especially with like gamecube and even n64 stuff like that um where we're just not getting any of it and they're just kind of holding it to themselves it's like what's the point like let let them do it you know it's it's a dick move it really is it yeah, there's no other way. To, there's no other Nintendo, way to say it. Nintendo's good at that. They've always been yeah. really, really stingy with their IPs to the point where, like, I'm almost afraid to wear like a Pokemon shirt on on my YouTube channel because I'm afraid that Nintendo's going to look at that and go, "We own the rights to those characters. You need to take that video down. Copyright infringement." You know, it's it's almost <laughs> that ridiculous. Oh, but... I, I see. I see a Charmander in the back. Uh, yeah, can you blur that out when you go to down. edit? There's, there's a yeah, you just take it down. <laughs> hey, you two spoons. I, you know the thing. Like some, I guess something that bugs me is going along that the the amount of people trying to defend. Okay, White Nom said yes. Nintendo has complete jurisdiction to go in and shut these down. They're their IPs, their products. They can do what the hell they want with them. But it still doesn't make it a uh, a smart move for consumers you know and i guess what makes me mad is people trying to push oh well if you don't own the game you shouldn't be able to download it you should have to own the game to do it oh, okay fine 
let's let's talk about the retro gaming top you know retro gaming people buying games nintendo ain't receiving jack shit for these games to begin with so that that argument's completely invalidated anyways what's the difference between me going out to a thrift shop finding an, S- an snes game purchasing that going home playing it on my snes console versus me just downloading an emulator and playing the game <laughs> that i yeah. downloaded from the internet makes no difference to nintendo and I hate I hate the, the, the legal argument. I kind of talked about this on the last video I made when I was talking about Rick and Morty and stuff. Um, people will always argue the legality of things. And just because something is legal doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Um, and yeah. I think that that really shows through with this. Yes, Nintendo has the right to do what they're doing. I'm not going to disagree with that whatsoever. They can do it if they want to do it. But like you said, it's a dick move for them to do it. And if they want to continue to have a happy consumer base, then maybe they should, you know, play more to the consumer in that situation. Well, I feel like I feel like they should be proud that these games are are so old and people are still out there wanting to play them and wanting to explore them. And it kind of ruins the chances for people who are growing up and they have an interest in video games and they want to they want to see older games and they want to learn about older games how can they do that you know it's i think i think they should be proud that people are still playing their games their older games and are still remembering them i mean that's that's a legacy and that's kick ass i mean honestly and, and they they took that away so that's kind of it's it's kind of weird to me you make a you make an excellent point um, because um, talking about the the, the latest generations and gamers and them trying to have retro gaming as a hobby. Retro gaming is probably one of the hardest hobbies to get into at this yeah. point, simply because of the access to the games. Um, if you want to play them, your best bet is to get onto these ROM sites. Otherwise, you're going to be spending tons and tons of money, and not to mention how hard some of these games are are to even find to begin with and mm-hmm. and you got to pay for the system the old console you got to hope that it works you got to you it's got to go out and you buy close to what impossible if, one of these talk shows we talked about uh, uh, a super mario uh, brothers the very first one going for 30 grand right $30,000 oh or something like that yeah i mean not, uh, not everything is that absurd but you know i mean i've gone into I've gone into game shops, you know, where I've seen retro games that were $200 and $300 and $400 just for one game, you know. I, if somebody wants to go out and experience, like, um, like Iron Sword or something, I don't know. They might find one that's a copy that's like 30 bucks, 40 bucks, which is, is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's not just happening to the older consoles. It's actually happening to newer consoles. Um, I don't know if y'all paid attention to my tweets. I think well, it was like a month, two months ago, so it was, probably, it was a while back. Um most of y'all have y'all heard of Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Ultimate was a uh, release on the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 uh, a couple of years ago, kind of you know, just to kind of hold people out because of Infinite or whatever. And uh, they stopped printing the game recently. Um, I didn't know about it, but I had always seen the game on store shelves. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy that game one day. Let the price drop a little bit. Nope. They stopped printing that game, and now to even find that game is the hard part. Um, finding it now, you're paying. If you're going to pay somebody, like now that people know they've already scalped every area you know, of that game. And on Amazon, the game's going for around $160 to $180. Some people are even selling it around like $250 to $300. For a game that's on the PlayStation 4, um, yeah, you could probably buy it uh, 
you know, digitally, but, you know, again, like people who want a physical copy. Um, I mean, I don't know, just it's it's getting real hard to even go and look for games that you really want to play because there's a possibility that a game like that uh, might be too expensive to own. You know, and Shrooms, you and I were talking about this the other night, but the Sega Saturn being a console that is really hard to collect for, namely because emulators for that game don't, for that system don't work. And if they, if they do, you have to have a really beefy computer, and even then, it still doesn't run. I mean, and it's any way you want to play a Sega Saturn game, you're looking at buying the console. One game I want to pick up is a Panzer Dragon Saga, but there's no way in hell I'm paying $420 for a copy without the case just to play that game. Yeah, that's without the case. If you find one with the case, you're looking for around, what, like 1400 Yeah. Two grand, depending on the shape. And it, yeah, at the, I think companies uh, like either Nintendo, if they're not going to do anything with those IPs or something, let someone else buy them and make more copies or distribute them. Um, or I'm hoping would say they got a bunch of their older games and they released it. But I want to see a lot of companies where like. I want to see them have that backlog or that preservation of like their old games that every game that they've released in time. They see like something is increasing in price or people are like showing interest in a certain game because it can happen at any time. There are thousands of games out there, thousands. Um, someone might find a gem in the rough and when someone announces it, like you'll look at those bigger retro video game YouTubers, like maybe Alpha Mega Sin, the heavy console gamer. Not to say that it's bad that they mention it, but the moment they mention it, people will go out and they'll start looking for those games. Write those prices up. I just think that companies should have a way to preserve those games and kind of like when that time comes, they should have a way to like distribute, release those games. Just kind of, you know, help the consumers out. It's better, in my opinion. No, you look like you're going to say something. <laughs> no, I was just thinking like even if Nintendo wants to resell them themselves, I mean it's completely an option for them to do that too. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's just thought. You guys have anything else? Preserve games, damn it. I mean, yeah. oh, okay, you know what? <laughs> Scott Scott Pilgrim versus the World, a game that's gone. We're never going to oh. be able to get that game again. So you know, so, something needs to be done to make it so these games are ready, you know, available to play so we can share them with our, with our kids, you know. And I, I would make an argument at some point that this is also why Let's Play channels are so important. Because as long as YouTube's up, as long as that platform's up, anybody can go and watch a Let's Play of a game and see what it was all about. You know, well, you just kind of... I'll go on, Scruncho. Well, I was going to say, in some of these games... They're really good games. I mean, just games that I feel like everybody should play. I mean, this isn't technically a retro game, but uh, Jack and Daxter on PS2. That game is amazing. It is one of my favorite games ever. And I know there are emulators out there for for uh, PS2s and Jack and Daxter and whatnot. But I'm afraid that one day I will not be able to get access to this game unless you have an original copy, an original system. But games like that, to where I can't think of another game that's exactly like Jack and Dexter that I've enjoyed exactly like Jack and Dexter. I mean, I played that game over and over again so many times and it's such a good game in my opinion. And I feel like everybody should be able to go 
and play older games because just because we're coming out with new games continuously, it doesn't mean that these older games, despite their their retro graphics, are they're not as as good and cool and amazing and explosive, you know, gameplay. It doesn't mean it's not a good game, you know? Uh, there's a lot of games out there that are older that are just so much fun to play, and it's it's sad that we're, we're running down this path that is forcing us to forget about these games, and, and new people that are, are growing up to love gaming, like I said before, aren't going to be able to have access to these games that are just so much fun, and newer games are all they're they're gonna know you know it's it's sad yeah at some point yeah. at some point there's not going to be a workable playstation 2 on planet earth there yep. at some point their their exactly. hardware they're they're going to degrade at some point there's not going to be an option for that and all we will have is um exactly. the game available digitally so that's actually a point yeah. i brought up in my video that i made about it when i talked about nintendo shutting down these rom sites so um ah I'm scared um, now. <laughs> yeah, I'm really scared. Well, no, yeah. Well, you bring up a good point on because I think about it because, like, uh, eventually, yeah, we're gonna get what, like, sixty years old. Uh, now, I'm your and spoons probably hit it before us, but uh, we'll be right not there. Probably, probably not. Probably. Will. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah. Um, think about it. By the time we hit sixty or something, there might not be a workable like original NES, a Sega Saturn might not even be around like or just to find parts for those games um there are games there's been times where i've gone and like there's one time i went to gamestop i'll never forget i went and i asked for napoleon dynamite uh it's a video game on the psp and it was released knew <laughs> the game napoleon dynamite had a video game it's i just wanted the game because i was a fanatic i'm still a fanatic of the film it's like one of my favorite films of all time and i was just think i was thinking like you know what i need to have the game like that <laughs> you can't like the film and not have the game. So I went looking for it, and people at GameStop looked on the computers. They're like, no, the game doesn't exist. You guys probably saw you know, the movie version or whatever on the PSP because you had that. And I was just like, no, the game exists. I know I saw it one time on a shelf in a clearance rack at Target. And sure enough, I think it was like a year ago or two years ago, um, I was walking, I think it was what, like at a old retro store it was like you know swap meat stores where they set up sure enough napoleon dynamite right there seven dollars <laughs> i was just like so i picked it up but i i'm scared because that we're gonna get to the point where we're gonna mention games like scott pilgrim or castle crashers um maybe shank too if you guys played played on the xbox 360 or angus wing you're not gonna know what that is because the game's not around anymore yeah the only copy you're gonna have is on your xbox and if your xbox fries or maybe pt Silent Hills. Fun. You fun can't. Now. You can't play that anymore because unless you have a PlayStation with it that has the game. Fun fact. Um, I I live about an hour away from where uh, from where um, Napoleon Dynamite was filmed, and just let me say, no, we don't act like that here in Idaho. Man. <laughs> Tina, eat the food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's disappointing. You crushed my dreams. I was going to go out there. Tina, you fat lard, come get your dinner. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's sad, but hopefully, like I said, I, I'm hoping that they find a way to do this because we're starting to see it a lot now where games aren't are kind of being forgotten. <laughs> 